If I didn't care More than words can say If I didn't care Would I feel this way If this isn't love All right. Hello, Internet. Welcome back to Fallout, the happiest waste on Earth. Welcome to the finale. Here we are. You and I and us. And them. It's been a long run getting from there to here. Well, at least it wasn't the uh, Beverly Hills 90210 theme. <laughs> All right. So when last we left hey. off, or where we went last we left off, uh, what did you uh, done? We had gone to, we had tr- met up with some followers somewhere. Right. We got the ultimate deterrent slash detergent. Right. You went to Abraxodyne Industries. Yeah. A Robco subsidiary. We got the bad weapon. All right. So, by the time you... Did I tease anything at the end? Like, did you have any calls or or surprises or anything? Not that I recall. I think we just talked about, oh, it might be like, you know... We mentioned a few people were saying that because of thing, because we more... Because of... I don't remember. There was talks of going into the final stuff. I don't remember whether we ultimately decided whether we are allying with the Enclave or going to try and take it back, the Citadel back, or not the Citadel, but the Brotherhood uh, of Canaveral, yeah, yeah, Canaveral. back from them with the Brotherhood of Steel. Yeah, that is absolutely fair. And it's about, to hi- it's about time to have that conversation again, or to have it at all. So yeah, the war room is assembled and waiting for you, as, as you, even before you get there, they're all somewhat angrily talking over each other. All right, gentlemen. They all fall quiet reluctantly and turn to look at you as you come in. Best we give a nod to everybody. Uh, who all is there? Who all has joined us? Uh, Strauss is sitting outside as usual. Right. Um, Joshua's there. Killer Owen and Super Crime are not this time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Um,. Sting is hovering nearby, not literally hovering. He's uh, he's he's around, but he's not he's just hanging around. Actually ha- yeah, he's not figured out how to fly yet. Right. Lucas, the mechanic, is there. The Frog Prince is there. Carmichael is there. Uh, any members from the Cuban Free Army? Or are they like over radio? Um, you have contact with them, but um, there is one emissary from them. Okay. Um, that should be basically it. Okay. So, gentlemen, this is our... Oh, uh, the, the, the ghoul scientists are there, too. Oh, right, yeah. The ones who did not decide to join the panhandlers at the end. Right. So, today is, uh... I guess today is when we take back what's ours, or take what does not belong to them and give it back to the people who own it. Do you uh, want to try that again, Chris? Yeah, yeah. No, today's today's the day that we today's the day that we're gonna take on the Enclave. 
and take back Cape Canaveral. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Finally! <laughs> the frog prince interjects. Just kind of stares him for a second. It's been too long! Rakan. He's got his arm in a sling from the last time he went to war with the Enclave. Right. <laughs> I think in character that was like a week ago. <laughs> You've been packing a lot of activity into the last few weeks. In fact, it may not have even been a month since you founded this whole place. We're not sure. We're operating I on very... I think with travel time, it's been at yeah. least a, it's been a yeah. few months. Yeah, travel, yeah, time, like, yeah. yeah travel time has been a long time. We're, Certainly not a year, though. We're operating on a very abstract time scale. Yes. Well, I mean, what do you expect? You can't, you sort of lose track with all the waiting. Yeah, the waiting's the hardest part. Uh, wow, that was a deep Tom Petty cut. <laughs> um, yes, we know that the uh, we've gotten all the intel we can on the Enclave um, and on Cape Canaveral, thanks to our friends, of, thanks to our friends of the Brotherhood. Um, we know that the place is very uh, incredibly well fortified. And we have a way that, well, we have a way that we can, that'll be helpful in flushing them out at least. But a full-scale battle is going to be very difficult if we if we take it to that level. Actually, there has been a bit of a, a development. Oh? The Minutemen contacted us. I'm not liking where this is going. It's sort of a good thing. Alright, go on. They have intel to share with us about specific troop and unit makeup of the Enclave. But they want something in exchange. Yeah, um, they want full salvage rights for the combat they're pretty sure is going to happen between you guys. What do you mean salvage rights? Well, Brotherhood have a lot of materiel. So do we. They'll give us intel if, um, as soon as we... End the conflict, we walk away. Don't pick up any bodies, don't pick up any guns. We just leave. Or they leave. One of the two. Mm. I'm not sure if I'm comfortable uh, taking down one great uh, one great war force only for another uh, slightly, less thirst, slightly less bloodthirsty one to take it over. I can understand that. Just yeah. letting you know they offered. Are they... Are they talking about taking the base itself or just the guns? They don't want the base. They just want to pick up all of the power armor, guns, vehicles that are left lying around after the battle's done. Probably Liberty Omega. Cause I don't know if they know how to operate that thing. I don't know if anyone knows how to operate that thing. They might just turn it on and it does things. I can probably figure it out. Yeah, we'll see about that. <laughs> Yeah, our history with our history with the Minutemen has not been has not been a good one and historically they've just kind of gone after people they felt like they should go after, which is not too different than what the Enclave does. And if we're gonna be leaving behind something or leaving uh wasteland behind us, we don't wanna leave it in more shape than it than became. I get that. It's your show. Just letting you know they offered. I appreciate it. Joshua sort of stands up. He's looking more confident than he used to. So, we could always just join them. The Enclave? Yes. We've briefly entertained the notion. Um, are you familiar with the Enclave, though? 
he looks at you quizzically, wondering if you've forgotten that he spent most of his life literally underground. Yeah, that's why I was. Yeah, <laughs> the Enclave is not a is not a faction we really want to align ourselves with. The um, I'm not certain what sort of literature was available in your vault, but they believe in the they believe in the uh, the ancient concept of uh, manifest destiny, and they want to retake America and everything American. And since since America as a concept has not existed for over 200 years, they have a pretty loose idea of what it means, and it's very malleable to them what America is and what it stands for. From my res from my research, uh, the pre-war America was well, it was probably just about as interested in war. All right. Believe me, when believe me, we've we've considered we've considered the possibility. Lucas speaks up. You know we can't fight here, right? What do you mean here? In in Kismet. Oh, yes, uh, ab- absolutely. We can't. Yeah. Too many people would die here if we fought. We'd all die here if we fought in Kismet. Yeah. They have they have the firepower to take down one of the walls, and then the whole place just becomes a meat grinder. Exactly. Yeah, we. We were barely able to keep them at bay when five of their guys showed up. We're not certain exactly how many of their how many guys are left. How many guys were in their invasion force? Uh, the Brotherhood's even not a hundred percent on it. Uh, what intel have we gotten from the Brotherhood about their own base and the uh, and the Enclave, or about the, the uh, Enclave force that moved in? The Enclave force was fast enough and backed up by enough that they're not sure of the full extent of them. You you know this from talks you've had with Carmichael before, right? We just know that it was vast enough that they sur- that the Brotherhood of Steel surrendered, right? Carmichael speaks up. I can give you schematics, but not much more than that. If you said you had some sort of tricky weapon to use on them, yes, and it could it it would likely end. I if our if our objective if our objective is the annihilation of the Enclave. It would end the conflict with the with I believe the least bloodshed. Well, as near as I not, I'm not okay with it. Problem is though, as near as we can tell, they're wearing their armor all the damn time. It's fine. This weapon, this weapon is able to bypass gas masks in the immediate blast radius. Outside of the effective explosion range, you do nothing. Hmm. And that place is a goddamn fortress from anywhere but below. Well, that is true. So we gotta do might, something to get them out. Might be a forger from below too, though. Maybe not exploited all the way down. Well, they must have. We don't know what additional defenses they put up besides the extra guns on the outside wall. Understood. Do you know how they got in? Because they didn't just come in through the front door. The majority of them came through the tunneling machines hmm. and the tunnel that it left behind. Right. We have to consider our options then because their forces, again, their forces large enough that not even pointing to Carmichael, not even our strongest allies were able to take them on, at least face to face. So that leaves us considering our options for other courses of battle. Well, I'm sure we can't get into that tunnel. If I were them, I would have collapsed it long oh, before now. Certainly, yeah. 
as much as I hate to say it, I think we might be dealing with um, after your bomb, if we're using it, we might be dealing in an open battlefield conflict, like with the Cuban Free Army. Likely so. It would be... I'm not certain if that's our best or worst case scenario, because the worst case would be somehow we breach their somehow we breach their front entrance and walk into their whatever walk into whatever other defenses they've set up traditional military theory says you'll need at least a two to three times outnumbering to manage that and even that's if, if you have even soldiers yeah and that's not that's we have neither of those things so that's out we need a way to get them away from their fortifications if we plan to actually fight them hmm. i mean that's easy right you have the Gek. They need it. True. That is true. True. Alright. So, let's put this on the table then. We take the Gek out. Use that as a way of drawing them out. I mean, Possibly into a kill zone. How many of theirs you really think would come to facilitate an exchange? I don't know. We'd be able to draw out a few, and then once we showed, then once we killed them, the negotiations off the table. The alternate ways. Well, uh, sorry. Maybe we're thinking about this wrong. What's your plan, or what's your thought? Well, we just need to get them, get them a way to stop defending, defending the place, right? That doesn't necessarily mean getting them out of it. Maybe if they're dealing too, maybe if we, if they have something to deal with on the inside that's causing them a lot of problems, they might have to pull people from watching the outside. Also true. Hmm. I wonder if they understand very well what a gek looks like. It's enclave. Actually, I can't even be sure if they do. Hey, Mr. Carmichael? Yes. Is there some kind of, like, central place that controls all the security? Nah, that'd be a terrible design for a security facility. Any That's... number of them could be overridden from any other facility if you have the right codes, which I'm sure have been changed and air-gapped and double-locked. But between Chris and I, we can usually get around that kind of thing. They know. They'll be ready. If there's anything they have on you, it's intel. Right. And guns. Well, and guns, and... And men. And men, and general combat training, and... And all those things again, basically. I'll I'll stop talking now. Yeah. Yeah, again, we're not going to be able to take them... It's it's not going to be possible for for us to take them in a straight fight. Well, it might be. You guys are powerful fighters, the four of you. And good leaders. If you guys can take down an, an advanced force, they're going to bring out their trump card. And if they don't have their trump card, they're not going anywhere. So you think if we can, if we can take out what forces they do bring out, their trump card being the big robot? Liberty Omega, yeah. Because they can figure out how to use it. Maybe they have now. Honest, honestly? They're the closest thing to a recognizable pre-war American government. Hmm. True. Liberty Liberty Omega is hardwired to obey them. True. Well, we've... I think we've identified a few weaknesses on Liberty Omega, the few that exist. 
between its legs and its giant backpack full of bombs that are just exposed. We need to call in every favor on this. Oh, absolutely. I, I doubt the panhandlers are coming. They're too busy nursing their wounds in the vault. Right. We might be able to get the we might be able to get the horsemen in again, and the Cuban Free Army would certainly be interested in coming back against the well, against it's their best shot. It's their best shot to get uh, the big robot back. Yeah, they probably won't be happy if we have to blow it up, though. Actually, I took the liberty of talking to the horsemen. All right. They're happy to help, of course, but um, the one at the head of it, oh, what was his name again? Is that Gawain? I think it was Gawain. Yes. Sir Gawain. Sir Gawain. My, my mistake. He sent us a peculiar message, said to pass it to Lanso in particular. He said, Arthur calls to battle and we answer. Lancelot, you recognize this as a general command from back at your uh, tourney days. That was basically a way to get all of the robots together doing one concerted task. Basically, oh. basically, it means the word is put out, and all the knights that are contactable are coming. Does, Lancer, does that mean what I Huzzah! Oh, man. It means you're all in for a sight of the likes you've never seen before. True warriors doing battle. Alex's eyes are shining. All right. Well, that just got me a little bit excited. Okay, but you need to stay back. You're still not healed. I mean, you at least need to stay on the back lines. Kid, I shoot guns. I don't punch people. Good. For the record, same for them. I seem to remember that you sort of tried, though, and that sort of help, why, help is why you're hurt right now. She shrugs. <laughs> you had me beat. What else was I going to do? So let me come help. It was too late for that kid, sorry. Anyway. The followers will be there, both as negotiators, should it be necessary, and medics off the battlefield. Of course. They said they had a few new recruits they were excited about. Yes, I imagine many of them are natural survivalists. And I bet I bet the Cubans have been itching to strike back. Yeah. If they aim for the medics, they're going to be really surprised. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yes, the I think the Cubans would be very interested in striking back. Um, I hope they're not mad if we end up having to blow up their giant robot. The emissary from the Cuban Free Army, a bit miffed that you that uh, Carmichael talked as though he weren't there, uh, nods solemnly. Yes, we'd be happy to provide our services. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. Yes, thank you very much. Your the assistance of an actual armed of an actual armed force will help us greatly. In addition to the Brotherhood, and I shall bring my frog corps. Are you sure you're good to fight? You still that's my favorite genre. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, his arms hurt, but his legs are fine. True. Yes, they've snapped my arm, but they aren't ready for a heaping order of frogs' legs. You are absolutely right on that front, Frog Prince. I am glad we kept that guy around. Yeah. Alright, so that's something. Do you think Sting would be willing to help out? Sting? How about it? <laughs> Sting here. 
Was he invited to the war meeting? He's milling about. <laughs> yeah, he's around. <laughs> yeah, he's here. Sting, uh, Sting, these guys brought in, brought in your bad bees. Do you want to help us take them out? They did what? <laughs> <laughs> Let me add on them. That's what I like. I also put a. He starts storming out with his hammer. Uh, some, some, somebody. Who knows what they'll do? Somebody stop him. Who knows what they'll do to the queen? Oh, um, Sting! Wait, not quite yet. What? <laughs> We're all gonna go at once. Yeah, you're gonna. Hold on. You're gonna help us fight him. There's a, there's a lot of them. There's, there's too many. Remember, remember the, the, the drones do not attack as, do not attack as, as one. Well, they, it's, they attack as one singular <laughs> unit. The hive. The, Have you ever seen a bee? The hive, the hive attack, the hive attacks all at once. <laughs> think about us, think about us not, think about us not as the simple bee, but as the Africanized bee. A, a fat bee drones past the window. <laughs> it thumps against the window twice. <laughs> then it falls. That bee's different. <laughs> From what I've seen, it's the same as the others. You're not helping me here. But yes, unification. The hive attacks as a whole sting. Okay, as long as it's soon. And then I put yes, well, it'll likely be soon. It's either soon or never. But I also put out a distress call to Blastmaster. I told him there were many things that needed to be blasted. I'm not certain if he'll show up. I don't even um, I don't even know what part of the radio he listens to. I I hope he shows up. If we actually get to go to the moon. I want to see him work one more time. I'm more worried about him blowing up at the place for trying, blowing up the place we're trying to take back. I'm not sure what he has in his inventory, but that place survived World War Three, <laughs> the Great War Part Two. <laughs> <laughs> if you wouldn't mind giving me a little bit of time, there are some. Assorted towns and settlements and militias that I've had dealings with up north. I can go ahead and see how many of them I can get on our get on our side. Honestly, if you do that, you might have a you might want to put them as a wall between them and the north. There's always more enclave in the north. I guess that is true. Yeah, now that they're hunkered down, they're probably going to be calling in reinforcements sometime soon. All right, give me. Three or four days. We'll need a lot. We'll need plenty of time to. We'll need some time to coordinate a strike anyway. Come kind of drop some battle plans. Figure out what we're going to do. An enclave eyebot taps against the window with its face. Um, How long has the thing been there? It's it just moved into view. Okay. You would have noticed. Okay. <laughs> are, are we gonna Are we gonna talk to it or send it off? I don't think we. I don't think I want to tell it anything in particular. It, it taps more urgently. All right, Chris, Chris goes out to meet it. <laughs> Opens the window. Something. Yeah, this is like this is like the third floor or something. Okay, sure. Yeah, it it buzzes it in, and a, a small radio in the front of it pipes up with a with a feedback hiss. So I don't suppose you've given any more thought to my offer. That is what we are currently doing. Believe me, we'll be in touch. I'm afraid it won't be an offer very much longer. 
We know your frequency. We can give you. We'll give you a call in the next. Uh, we'll give you a call in the next week or so. All right, but I warn you, the boys are getting rowdy and may not wait that long. Of course. You guys have waited this long already. Almost another seven days. With the end so tantalizingly in sight, seven days is everything. We'll have our decision soon, I assure you. Or it shall be decided for you. All depends on the time frame. Of course. Of course. Yes, thank you for the reminder. Vespa will wait for the the iBot to be out of there. Just kind of like hang around. It hovers lazily out the door rather than the window. (laughs) (laughs) Sting goes running out the door after it. Mm. It's it 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 hovers a bit more urgently. <laughs> Close window. <laughs> All right, that just reminded. Right. So that also reminded me that we have a. Um, well, I guess we're coming back to the beginning now, saying that we can draw them. We can draw it. A, we can draw out some of their forces and maybe make our. Maybe some of us can make a way inside through use of the geck. We could try and argue some terms and conditions. Honestly. Um. I'm going to count on you working on something like that while I'm out. Who's speaking up? Who else is speaking up? Carmichael's just sort of, Carmichael's just sort of mumbling. If, no. If we take too long, if we, if we try to do too much negotiation, they're going to come here. Right. Yeah, we don't really have any leverage. We don't really have any leverage. We could radio, we could radio back with a, so if our plan is, if our plan is to use the GEC as a diversion to lead them out, then we radio that we radio that out, and maybe we can get a meeting time of our choice. And once we understand the term, once we understand how they're coming out to meet us, we can build a plan around that. Because right now we got next to nothing. The Enclave are brutes. They're going to send a war force, but a small war force. Right, they're advanced force, but they're heralds. If you want it to be legitimate enough that they go with it, you're probably going to want to have the followers negotiate neutral territory. All right. That sounds about right. Hmm. What if we make it look like we're just, like, moving? What do you mean? Well, I mean, they want the Gek, right? And they've got those floaty iBot things, so if one of them sees us moving the Gek out, like, you know, we're planning on moving it somewhere that they don't know about, they'll send people after it. They'll send a scout force and then an occupation force to Kismet to take it over and begin a new recruitment drive on the citizens. Yeah, if they think we've hidden it, then they'll just come and try and take the information from us. And if they think they can't go to space, they'd be happy to have this place instead. Yeah. But that's the thing. We're not going to hide it. We're going to let them attack it, right? Same thing like with the deal, but we don't have to pretend we're doing a deal. All right, so they attack the caravan in force. Then what? Well, we repel them with our force, and they're still forced to use their trump card, right? Because taking the park still doesn't do them any good if they don't have the GAC. That's similar to our first plan, except it comes with the problem that we're not certain. We're trying to we're trying to ambush their own ambush, and we're not sure when their ambush takes place. At least if we set up at least if we set up the negotiation, we have a time and a place, and we know who's going to be there and when standard practice though no one's going to have an advantage on that battlefield of course that said you've won before right well can you tell us anything 
about the power suits, how they work, something that could give us an edge. He takes he takes off, he takes off the helmet and smiles wryly. I don't make it a habit to explain the weaknesses of power armor. Mm, I understand, but largely expense. It's nigh invulnerable, but they're expensive to upkeep. Right, they got the power cores and everything. An economic warfare I don't think is going to take, take much bearing here, especially since they have all the technology they want to sell. Right. right. We're, yes, we're going to run out of money long before they do, or run out of resources long before they do. They're pretty well uh, grounded to electricity don't go through. Electricity goes directly to ground. Yeah. Just goes around the outside. Right. All right. Our main, our main, no. our main weapon that would be effective against uh, against those would be the deterrent. When you mention electricity, there's a small oh sound from outside. Strauss sort of stumbles in, and he looks very tired. There's black circles around his eyes. He's carrying the vat with him as always, but. Alex, he on the table in front of you, he puts down the shredded remains of Morgana's hand that you gave to him a long time ago. Hmm? I had to take it apart, but I made something for you. What's this? That's I mean, the, I know what it is, but... Um... That's the remains. I'm sorry. That's how I have to give it back to you. Well, thanks. No, th- that's not the thing. He pulls out a crate and puts it in front of Lancelot. It's a crate about uh, two foot by two foot by two foot. I'd like you to have this, Lancelot. A crate? Excellent. I can store things in this. He puts a hand over his face. (laughs) You may have the crate, too, but it's what's inside the crate that I'm giving to you. (laughs) Oh, excellent. I'll open the crate and look inside. There is a there is a pair of gauntlets that looks like it's been made to fit into your robot model, given that they were made out of the schematics from another one of your robot model series. Uh-huh. On the back of each of the gauntlets is a bright blue light, and there is a wire that would connect through the inside of your self, your body, from one to the other. Thank you. Let me show you how to use it. And he puts the gauntlets in your hand. Point them to that empty spot in the room, please. I point them towards that empty spot in the room. He presses the palms on both of them, and there is a hologram facsimile of you in the, oh. spot, in the spot where you pointed, making the same physical motion you are. Interesting. Now... He smiles as though he's very impressed with his own brilliance. Wow. Now, there's something special about this hologram. Vespera, have you heard yeah. of this? have you heard of the Sierra Madre? I heard a lot of stories about the Sierra Madre. Nothing well, good. Well, there's one interesting thing in it. He picks up a busted plank, like a busted bit of wood from one of the corners. He goes over to the hologram and swings it at it. And the plank breaks in two over top of the hologram, leaving it unharmed. What? Whoa! It's solid. Alex just, like, <laughs> runs up and starts examining this, like... 
Did you get that from the Sierra Madre? No, I didn't. But I, I went to one of the over in the remains of Kansas City. There was a factory where they made a whole bunch of emitters like this, and they were all registered only to uh, to the guy who ran the Sierra Madre. But 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 uh, he he puts his hands around the gauntlets. I found an old prototype schematics for one. It didn't have near the power source required. But that hand you gave me, the one that generated the lightning? That must have had quite the power source on it. It did. I assumed that Morgana herself was the power source, but if it was actually in the hand, then... One in each. So, I guess an easy way to put it is this is controlled by Lancelot's strength of spirit. The more energy that flows through him, the more powerful this hologram will be. So, you mean that... Effectively, we can go into battle with two Lancos? Well, two identically moving Lancos. It's not the greatest gift and not the most practical, but one of them will be impregnable, which is interesting. I mean, if we're being honest, both of them are basically impregnable. Right. <laughs> this, this one, rather than being practically invulnerable, is literally invulnerable. However, you cannot use it within an EMP radius. It will short the whole damn thing out. Right. So, if there's any EMP happening, gotta take that out first. I doubt there would be. I mean, given all the power armor they have, EMP would help us a lot more than them. I'm guessing their suits are probably shielded. Right. Carmichael nods the power armor helmet still rolling around in his hands. Yes, unfortunately. Rat. There's got to be some way to get into them. Still got that really big gun, right? I mean the it's one, the one on the back of the APC, not the, not the even bigger one. Bear in mind, they know you use robots, so they're going to be going for all the EMP technology they have. Even if there's none, the Brotherhood, there's one thing they have that can generate an EMP field. They used it on the gate earlier, if you remember. They've got nukes. Indeed. Really makes me regret offloading that fat man. No, last year. (sighs) Dead weight, I said it was. Carmichael pipes up. To be fair, it's impractical in almost every situation except this one. Let's say... Fat man. I, how would one? How would a fat man be helpful? It's it's yeah. a pretty large missile launcher. Except what it fires are mini nukes. Lucas points outside the window to the wreckage of the gate. Oh, that's what launched them. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we know they have one. That's a priority. Well, either way, I got what I got. I, I, I got my uh, orders, task. Yeah, let's go with task. I'm going to gear up, get ready to travel quickly. Back as soon as I can. Might be a few days. Uh, the hurricane walked into the room. Oh. now well, There you are. Hey there. I got one last bit of information for all y'all before you head out. It's bad oh. news, I'm afraid. What's that? See, I've been I've been talking back and forth with the general. 
he didn't have anyone to talk to. I didn't have anyone to talk to. And uh, listen to this. He pulls out a radio, sets it on the table, and it plays um, over top of each other like ten different recordings of the uh, Enclave General's voice. He fiddles with some of the knobs on the radio, and it cancels out the General's voice, and you hear in the background the strumming of a bass guitar. Hmm. Wait. Those guys? They're... <sighs> God damn it. They're, oh, with the right chemical concoction. And if they can broadcast the uh, music into the headphones of some of those suits, you might be dealing with a pretty hellacious unit out there. All right. Second priority. I'll try to, I'll try to get some armored Pearson receivers then while I'm out. I mean, that just sounds like good sense anyway, doesn't it? Yeah. This is going to be a bit more traveling. This is a big market town up uh, south of Georgia. It's a bit of ways out, but uh, I can load up a little supplies there. Carmichael leans in. Well, there is some good news about that. They're a raider influence, and they have some pretty strange and experimental tactics. If, if if they're still the way they were back way back when, the Enclave's only going to try that out on one unit. Right. And I think we know that right. aim for the guys with the hats and the guitars. If they come to the battlefield, which... Right. Hurricane, right. hurricane nods. They will. <laughs> I'm sorry, you were saying, Alex? I could work on... If, they, if you think they're going to transmit it via radio, I could try and work on something that could jam the frequencies... It reduced the effective range of the bass guitars, but those power armors still have a means of opening up to the outside of the helmet without actually exposing the inside of the body. Hmm. Well, that'd be... It's better than nothing. If the if the barons aren't forthcoming, then that'll force, them, force their hand, at least. Hmm. So, we all have our, uh... We all have our reunions, our favors to call. Let's get to it. We'll reconvene when we're about to die. <laughs> Chris. Vespa. You want to help me back up? Sure. She'll head off to her room. Yeah. He'll head off and, yeah. They'll start packing. So, In- uh... So, I ain't gonna have the time to do this, Chris, after today, because I'm pretty sure when I come back, we're just gonna be in war mode. But, uh, she kisses him. Oh. Uh, can we do that again? Can do. She kisses him again. Yeah, it, uh, probably descends into makeouts and uh, the door closes and the screen fades to black. <laughs> Social link All up. Right. Yes. yes. <laughs> so now everyone knows what Chris is packing. And, uh... So they'll know what's in the ankle holster. What? No one will ever know. Oh, no. <laughs> no one can ever know what's in the ankle holster. <laughs> forbidden. The forbidden fruit. No, not really. It's just a, it's just a jam at this point. Okay. 
Okay. <laughs> it's a fine set of preserves. Forbidden yeah, preserves. So, unless anyone has any business to do, we can just sort of assume that everyone has taken care of the things they need to take care of, called in the favors they need. Should should I should I roll contacting? Sure. That'll that'll determine in part the uh, strength of the anti reinforcement defense. All right, I got plus five for contacting. All right, you start getting uh, words back from the settlements to the north that you've helped in the past, and they all offer what limited help they can give to you. All right, more or less, uh, what she's asking is um, scouting parties, uh, sniper crews, um, and all around being a uh, a wall of bullets. Uh, against the Enclave, uh, should, should uh, reinforcements come from um, the Capital Wasteland? Yeah, most of them are unwilling to uh, put like too many feet on the ground in front of them, but almost all of them are willing to put down their best snipers and make them hesitant to cross the lines. Oh yeah, no, Vespa wasn't asking uh, people to actually be uh, a physical wall. Right. Guerrilla warfare and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, they're hiring gorillas? Pre-war and post-war America was always terrible at dealing against guerrilla warfare. Right. Okay. Uh, and then also, um, she does happen to, to uh, head up into South Georgia uh, to see about getting some better ammunition and uh, receivers and uh, modifications for... Uh, fighting tanks. Sure. Um, yeah, that'll be a... Do I have a barter check? Yeah, it's barter. Yeah, make barter. Alright, I will spend a fate point on this, because I'm sure this will be useful. And I'll spend a fate point, uh, tagging mediator. Okay. Negotiation purposes. Sure thing. Alright, got a plus three? Plus three. Alright. So you managed to get hold of at least enough to equip, uh, well, you, Alex, and Chris. And um, it won't have mechanical bonuses for you, but what it will do is decrease their effective health. Okay. In terms of game stuff. But you do manage to get good uh, good receiver for the guns, uh, high-quality armor, uh, armor-piercing ammo. All right. The, occasion- the occasional shrapnel mine. Ooh, that's a fun time. The best part is Which, it looks oh. exactly like a Roomba. <laughs> you already have those. <laughs> yeah, but this is a bigger one. <laughs> this is a better Roomba. <laughs> yeah, shrapnel isn't fantastic against it, but a direct hit would probably send some up through the foot. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you managed to get some stuff. Does anyone have any particular uh, stuff to do, or can we just skip forward to the day of the battle? Uh... I don't think I don't think it, need, it necessarily needs a scene, but Chris will uh, Chris will take Lucas into his office and let him know that in the case that in let him know that in the case that he falls in battle, he's appointing uh, he's appointing Lucas to the uh, the head of the council. He nods and thanks you, and kind of and hands hands over uh, hands over the I don't know probably the notebook that just that. Uh, outlines his plan for Kismet Park that only has like I don't know two things out of 
many, many, many things crossed off. Sure. This is, I think, uh, this is what I think the, the best course of action would be to continue to expand the park. All right. He uh, goes over with you. Yeah. And then, yeah, well, the rest of it's like battle prep. All right. Sounds good. Alex, Lancelot, anything? Alex was just going to ask uh, Strauss quick if the hologram, if the hologram technology could be adapted to let his wife project a hologram, if that would possibly work. He smiles wryly. Why do you think I built it? Hmm. This is the test run. I see. So if it's safe to use, then Lance is a good test subject because no amount of backfiring is probably going to hurt him. Right. I... It's nothing. Is it really nothing? I don't have the words right now, which is why I'll have to come back so I can see her and find out for myself. Understood. So, I'll see you after this is all done. Yeah. You... You might want to be ready if... If things don't go well, you might have to leave in a hurry. I always do. I know, I guess I have one thing that's kind of unfair to ask of you. Well, you're already going to ask it. (laughs) If I don't make it back, could you rebuild them in my place? Sure. I've been thinking about starting a family. (laughs) You know, it occurs to me that you and I might, might be the only ones who would see it that way. Well, we're not we're not exactly the most common thinkers on this wasteland. <laughs> I guess not, but maybe that isn't such a bad thing. Your friends need you. Yeah. All right. I guess it's time to see if all of my preparations are can make a difference. That's all we can do. Yeah, she'll uh, gather up her things. She's got her Roombas, and I'm guessing there's probably zero chance uh, she was going to convince her dad to stay behind, huh? Absolutely zero. (laughs) You would have to physically deactivate him. She smiles a little bit, sadly, just because she supposed that he will not listen to her in this regard as a sign. <laughs> yeah, uh, she's ready then. Yeah, as you guys walk through the, uh, through Kismet Castle, you see all sorts of people preparing to help. Even, uh, even the ghoul scientists are working on a bracelet for, uh, for your resident Manchurian candidate. Oh. <laughs> 
All right. Lancelot. On the, on the morning of battle, from the west of Kismet Park, you hear a trumpet call. I get psyched. Yeah, and as you look to the west, you see, uh, front lit by the rising sun, you see ten knights, all in distinctive models that represent their personalities and fighting styles. You see, you see in the west, Lamarack, Bors, Gawain, Tristan, Sir Kay, Sir Palamedes, Sir Percival, Sir Ewain, Sir Hector, and your son, Sir Galahad. In character, that's awesome. Out of character, fuck Galahad. <laughs> that's absolutely fair. <laughs> there are many of people who say fuck Lancelot, so. Just the Galahad seems more like a fucking piece of fan fiction. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's that is absolutely a fair point. However, however, your son is here. Or to Arthur, Mary Sue. <laughs> Damn you, Thomas Mallory! <laughs> and they all um, carrying various banners and coats of arms uh, walk towards the front of the castle, carrying swords, halberds. One of them's carrying one of them's carrying a large crossbow. Okay, did we ever actually fix the thing where I can't say the dude's names properly? Did we? <laughs> I thought that was why we went into my brain in the first place. It is why you went into the brain. Uh, yeah, you found yourself able to say the things properly. Though it's taken some practice to get back into it. Okay. <laughs> it's because it'd be really weird to have to, like, talk around that while hanging out with all these cool night dudes. Just, right. just remember, every time I say Mordred, I mean Arthur. Except he says it the right, he says it the other way, because he still can't <laughs> say it right. But as long as you say one and then the other, it should be consistent. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> perhaps because we, perhaps because we had we had defeated Morgana, we uh, somehow, you know, disabled. I defeated Morgana. She did run. Well, Maybe the curse was lifted. I don't know. She yes, that is it. Honestly, given some feedback from her lightning gloves and her hand getting cut off. That said, you 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 guys know enough workarounds that now that you know the problem, you can easily switch things up. Right. Right. Or alternate. Yours was mainly a problem because you had even deeper uh, programming issues from the stuff that was added to your head. Right. I just want to think that when Morgana was defeated, because she's also part of the restaurant chain, she, there was something that sent a message to Lancelot saying that she was defeated. <laughs> because that's because that's just part of their program. <laughs> defeated. Uh, yeah, uh, the knights, they, they recognize that there is little time to spare as it is the morning of battle. But they are all too happy to catch up with their recent exploits, things they've conquered, things they've defended. Things they conquered, then defended. Yes. Things they defended, then conquered. That guy was kind of a dick. <laughs> Why'd he do that? That's mean. <laughs> uh, I mean, we've got time while we're yeah. heading out to the neutral zone. Yeah. Today we fight not for blah blah. Make an arousing speech. Sure. Make an arousing speech. Not, no, not an no, not a rousing speech, not an arousing speech. Gotcha. 
Oh my, Lanso. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> that said, <laughs> yeah, uh, Gawain lets all of you know that for the for the moment he is stepping down as the head of the horsemen, passing that uh, honor on to death. That's that's fair. <laughs> and uh, and he is for the moment swearing fealty to Lancelot for the battle ahead. I do have one question about that. What's up? Because I forgot already. Is one of did you do the right ones? Is one of the four horsemen conquest? Um, he was pestilent, but only because he was a doctor. He mm. replaced in in my in my internal notes. He actually uh, replaced conquest when he died in a previous fight. Okay. Uh, okay. Pretty good. <laughs> okay. Does anyone have anything to do before you all head out? Oh. There's the, just a lot of clanging as all of the robots are yeah. high fiving. Right, there's uh there's twelve knights of the round. Yeah. Lancer puts on his nice tavern. You know, seeing that, I don't think the Enclave's gonna know what hit him. Yeah. And uh yeah, the the frog prince and his troops, they all start up their Mad Max mobiles. <laughs> Is the how was the Dominican guy was super dead, or did he was just kind of really hurt and then in terrible water? Uh, it was that. In fact, I'll say that it has taken this long for the infection to clear up. <laughs> and the minigun has mutated into his arm. <laughs> Things have gone poorly. He is now a terrifying biomechanoid. He is now a cyber demon. Guys, I've already introduced drug truce. We don't need to make this any more Warhammer than it already is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was just adding. I was just adding an element of HR Geeker. Yeah, that's fair. Please don't add in any more elements of HR Geeker. <laughs> because you put in one, which means statistically the next one's going to be a penis. <laughs> that's that's true. All right. Yeah, and there's a roaring of motorcycles as the um, as the horsemen get ready for battle. They're clearing their guns, mixing the, mixing up their scopes. They have less motorcycles than they did before, so yeah. they're going to be a little bit more cautious this time, but they're ready to fight nonetheless. A lot of their dudes got shot last time. Yes. And you notice that a good number of them are using laser weaponry now, rather than, rather than small gunfire. Right, yeah, the lasers will maybe punch through the armor better, maybe. Right. No sign from Blastmaster. He'll show up if he's he'll he'll show up when he's needed, when we need him most. But Sting is ready for battle, with his with his B hammer and his uh his armor that's made out of various street signs. <laughs> Says yield on the front because that's what the enemies need to do if they want to live. And it says slide load on the back. Yes, what? <laughs> And the right arm says stop because that's what it does to people. <laughs> and then for some reason going across his groin is just one way. <laughs> and on the back, do not enter. <laughs> well, I mean, fair. And then left, yeah. is, left arm is school cr- is deer crossing. <laughs> and on the left side, pass he re- with caution. He, he left crossed the deer once. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of various animal crossing signs. Uh, I guess mostly gator crossing would be the other one. 
And then I don't know. Welcome to Miami. Yeah, and you you hear the you hear um, you hear a bit of New Orleans blues rock play in your in your headsets and radios. And Hurricane pipes up. And I just want to remind you, I'm with you, figuratively, explicitly, not literally. Yeah, that's that's fine. Yeah, you just kind of okay. you, you lead us around. You're lying on your help from the distance. Yeah, it's what I do best. You're our, oh, I miss my I miss my no button. Hey man, you're our eyes in the sky or our ears in the air. No button knows the trouble he's seen. Not much lately. No button knows. Button Jesus. <laughs> what? Jeez, the button Jesus is entirely different. <laughs> all right, and all this has been happening while you guys started moving. Mm-hmm. You start heading to the east towards the Enclave's point of control. And as as you're in transit, as is standard, the um, the followers issue a divert course order to the neutral territory. Okay. Presumably sending it sending the same message to the enclave. We will heed it. Uh, did you leave anyone behind? Uh, I think there's the I think there's the juice fault guys because we're not gonna send them into battle. What's the deal with the uh, robo frames? Uh, hmm. I don't. The robo frames. Oh, the the, the, the trauma. The, 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 the mascots. mascots. Uh, do they even work outside the park? Leave them on defense. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think Alex doesn't have a. As far as Alex is, is aware, they don't have a way to get them to function outside the park because all of their programming involves dealing with the park in some way. So, like, even if we were to try and take them out on one of the routines, their routines would just take them back to the park for she reasons. Because they're all things like protect the park and maintain the park and or harvest Sam, or, stuff in the park. Or Sammy Swan bothers Frankie Fox. <laughs> yes, well, that's part of the maintain the park. I guess we could have tried to come up – if we had more time, we could have tried to make a new cartoon where uh, where Sammy Swan puts on some glasses and everybody looks like Frankie Fox. Specifically <laughs> the enemy. <laughs> Animation oh, is hard. An- really animation idea. is a lost art. I had a really Consume. good idea that wouldn't work, I don't think. Because it would involve somehow getting a virus into the the uh, Enclave suits. A computer virus. You have a means of getting a normal virus into the Enclave well, suits. Well, yes, a computer <laughs> virus. Because the idea being that if, she, if, they, if they could make the suits vulnerable to the tapes... <laughs> One of her tapes is the is the uh, is the uh, Evans deposition, Frankie Fox Jamboree, which is the God one where it. all of the mascots attack each other. <laughs> God, that would be amazing. But yeah, I don't think there's a way we could have made that work. Probably yeah. not. Unfortunately, power suit armor lacks the infrastructure to pull the same stuff the trauma harnesses do. Those were high technology from Big Mountain. Right. Hey, who turned out the lights? <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, and uh, you approach what essentially amounts to an even meadowy battlefield. Well, as meadowy as it gets in uh, the wasteland. So there's thickets of razor grass and uh, various shrubs of thorn bushes. But it's, yeah, it's fairly, it's level in all directions. There's no cover yeah. points or anything. Yeah, level grounds, no cover, uh stable ground no marshes right and you are met you are met with the site of um, a securitron with a 
large uh, with a secondary large television in his chest that uh that is in front of five units of enclave soldiers. How many is each contain okay. a unit is about twenty men. Oh jeez. Five units of them, huh? Oh, sorry, misread. Uh, my, uh, units about ten, uh, units about uh, ten to twelve men. Okay, sorry. yeah, five five score soldiers. Although we have a lot of guys with us too. Yeah, you have a you have a decent number of people, and they must have expected this. I don't, yeah, I don't think I think both of us were planning on betraying the other one of us. <laughs> yeah, you um, you um, you make it to the meeting point. The Securitron buzzes up. And a face appears in the TV screen, a standard, gruff, drill sergeant-looking face with a buzz cut. Now then, I wonder if you folk have considered my offer? I eagerly await your answer. Did, uh, just as a out of, out of character, did we actually decide to like bring the Gek or a reasonable Gek facsimile? With our... With our... Giant army? I don't think we bothered because yeah. seriously, yeah. he wasn't demanding you bring the Gek to the meeting. Okay, yeah, that's fine. But you could have brought it as like a negotiation trap or whatever. Yeah. Um. But then if you lose, you lose entirely. Yeah, we lose absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that that said, like if we lose here, then they're just gonna go to Kismet and like fuck it, that place is gonna hold up to this. <laughs> <laughs> right. You're just gonna trample it while Tiny Tim plays in the background. Basically. <laughs> well, sir, we've considered your plan, and I think we're gonna have to decline on the offer. Now there, that's the politest way anyone's ever said fuck you to me. Well, I've always considered myself very polite, sir. You'll die all the same. And uh I guess if everybody's in I guess if everybody's in line. Chris, Chris will say, "Yeah, have a nice day," and then just pull out a, pull out a forty five and shoot it through the shoot through the TV on the uh, on the Securitron. Yep, yep. Camera yeah. camera whips around. You're backlit by the sun in the sky. <laughs> Glass and the bullet shoots out the back of the Securitron as it falls to the ground. And then Chris immediately, well, he's not even he can't even run for cover. He's just going to like hit the dirt as a million lasers start coming towards him. <laughs> oh yes, the laser fire is impressive. The CGI budget <laughs> is unimaginable. Render time like <laughs> nine months. Yeah, and it's at that point that uh, narrowly missing your front line to the front, the first fat man flies. Oh dear. Can I hit it with a bolt or an arrow from my crossbow? They fly pretty slow. They're just a catapult. They're not launched right. with rockets. I'll make you a deal. You can make that attack, but if you fail, it's coming for you. You know what? Uh, as Ralph said in King of Fires 98, I believe. It might have been 99. <laughs> Go on. I can survive anything, even nukes. <laughs> wow. I wasn't expecting such a literal payoff on that quote. <laughs> Yeah, make make a make an attack. Okay, uh, so I'm going to spend a fate point because that seems like this seems like a time a good to do idea. That. Uh, for intending to do battle with little giants, little fat men, fat fat giants, <laughs> giant men, little fat men, <laughs> intending to do battle with yes. film little giants. <laughs> it's a very short battle. Okay. Make it, yeah, make the attack. Well, <laughs> shit. Okay, I'll take it. Uh, plus seven. Plus seven, you say? I rolled plus three, and I'm not that good at shooting, but the fate point helped. 
All right. You take you you uh take your high powered torque bow. Fire the uh frankly spear sized bo- bolt. <laughs> and uh halfway through the battlefield, you pierce the the warhead on the front of the mini nuke. Shrapnel falls into the front line from what remains of the actual casing, but the nuclear detonation is in midair. You all feel the uncomfortable rush of wind as uh, the fire creates an oxygen vacuum. And, and during that bright flash of light, the knights charge, because we're badass. Yep. After a brief moment of recoiling from the distinctly uncomfortable feel of an EMP f- field hitting your skin, you run into combat. All right. And it's at this point, Lance, you notice that uh, as you charge, one of the units, the one of the units of 12, they pull out swords. Of course they do. Just, just straight up swords? Like, they're probably not wasteland swords? Probably not bumper swords. swords or something. They actually look surprisingly similar to the kind Lanceo uses. Unsurprisingly, the pre... Alright, everyone else, you handle those guys. <laughs> <laughs> the guys with guns. <laughs> Alright, gonna ignore the swordsmen entirely? No, I have to fight them. It's my job. Wait, <laughs> do I get a fate point? Sure, take a fate point for having okay. the swordsman. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now, here's an important question. Who is leading units? I know Lanzo is leading the uh, leading the knights, so they'll act on your initiative. So, All right. everyone's... Notice order and whether you are running one of the units. Uh, what all units do we, we have? The horsemen. We have. Uh, let's see. Let me look at our horsemen. The Cubans have uh, moved to join you near the negotiation point, so you've got them. Mm-hmm. Um, you have the. Uh, you have the, the frog prince. The frog prince we... and the horsemen, and you have a small squadron of Brotherhood knights that have joined to uh, that have joined to take back their home. Right. Uh, is what what faction is Sting part of? Is he just an independent entity? <laughs> no, Sting's got to be an independent guy. I get back to now and again. <laughs> none, none, none of us can control Sting, so we shouldn't even try. Right, he is not a unit. He is a force to be reckoned with. So that leaves, if uh, you all want it, that is a uh, one group for each of you. I was um, gonna say, here it is. Come and get it. But you better hurry because it's going too fast. Uh, uh, Vespa will actually be. Uh... We'll be we'll be we'll be leading the um the horsemen. Oh. Honestly, she she she's she's liked them the most. And your notice? Her notice is five for purposes of of combat. Um oh yeah. Here. Um let me roll notice. Alright. Oh it's uh it's just your strict Oh just straight up notice. Oh, okay. Yep. Um my notice is three. Three. And I think I'm gonna and be four. leading if nobody else is gonna take them, I'll take the Brotherhood. Okay. So that leaves that leaves uh, Alex with her choice of the uh, the leading the Frog Prince Army, the Cuban Free Army, or being independent. Um, Alex is probably going to start out independent. Uh, I actually had it in mind that she's hiding nearby with a sack of Roombas. So she's she's just gonna be she's just gonna like be just drone striking into them. <laughs> is, is 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 one of those Roombas the one holding a knife that yes. just like. Is, is, yes. is, 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 is the one you don't control, you just let it do its thing? That's, that's the one you can never trust. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I have Alex has made it a point to warn everybody, regardless of how ridiculous sounds, to stay out of its way. <laughs> Do not in if you see it coming towards you, back up, retreat. Knife man. It knows what we it's doing. Never this, we, we have never seen this Roomba. You. We've never actually seen this Roomba in action, but we've seen the aftermath. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay. And your notice again, Alex? Alex? Yes. Uh, it is two. All right. No one has copies. I have, I have, I have, I have copies of some documents that I need yeah. you to make for me. Never has anyone go gone so far and also so not far at all to try and make a joke. <laughs> Cubans, frog prince, and I'm just going to say that at the end of the round, the Brotherhood gets their turn because they act basically in unison and they are not particularly fast. That is fair. The um, Cubans and the Frog Prince will go off on one. Also, is it, also are they like? I guess it, am I even capable of like leading them? Like, do they? Oh, I'm sorry. The uh, the Enclave. Oh, okay. My bad. On the Brotherhood will be going at your initiative. Sorry, I, I thought Power Armor while I was writing, and my head just filled in Brotherhood. Sure, sure. Um, that was one of the things that I was. Uh, that's one of the things I'm wondering in general. Like, uh, the Brotherhood. The Brotherhood regard me, uh, or or am I just acting as the Brotherhood? Like Chris is not actually leading the Brotherhood. I'm just sort of playing with them. Yeah, you're going to be helping them out. You'll be in with them. You aren't, like, leading them directly in battle. They sure. have their own uh, Knight of the Sword for that. Sure, sure. But uh, but otherwise, they will be acting at your initiative because you are the representative of the Protectorate that they are with. Sure. All right, and Alex being independent actually doesn't change the ordering of anything else. Okay, so... All of the guns are out. Lasers and bullets and plasma are crossing from one side of the field to the other. Already you can hear the shrieking of men being atomized, shot down, melted right into a into a bright green puddle. Right. But yes, first is Vespa and the Horsemen. So you are against one unit of swordsmen, one unit containing the Fat Man Soldier... Uh, two normal units and one unit that appears to be smoking. There appears to be smoking. Is smoke issuing from the vents of their suits? Well, that's some crazy drugs that they got they, they had going on. That being said, on the uh, on the back of uh, whatever Mad Max mobile that she that she is on, uh, she just shouts at the uh, the driver to uh, to uh, get close so they can run down that guy with the fat man. She could really use that right about now. Roger, ma'am. And um, with a with a loud war call, they start screaming their uh, motorcycles around the edge of the battlefield, trying to outflank the fat man unit. Uh, make me an attack roll. Okay. Some shooting. Yep. Plus fief. You got a plus five. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> All right. Already you're starting to take casualties in the horsemen, but uh, you start directing them, bringing their uh, attacks to bear on one unit at a time, focusing fire. And by the end of your, uh, by the end of all of your salvos, you leave, you have killed one and have left one pretty seriously damaged. The the others shielded the fat man carrying one though. 
All right, let's make another. Uh, let's let's make a sweeping turn and go for another uh, run on that guy. We can't let him keep that gun. Roger, Roger. And the horsemen start bringing him around. Chris, what are you doing with the Brotherhood? All right, the Brotherhood. Dude, I don't think our name is Roger. <laughs> Rogerette. <laughs> Rogerette. <laughs> yes, uh, Rogerette. What, what, what are the other? What are the other units? There's the one with the fat man. There's the um. Uh, two standard right. of two standard groups of twelve, mm-hmm. one group of uh, one group of smoking ones, and the unit of swordsmen. Uh, well, Lanzo's dealing with the unit of swordsmen presently. Uh, sure. Is there anything I can tell about the smoking ones other than they're smoking? Uh, make me a medicine check. Okie doke. I think I un- I think I know what they are, but I want to double check. All right, medicine go. I got a plus six. Plus six. You actually recognize the faint colored tinge on the smoke. This is, uh, you've, you've seen this deep in some of the deep opium dens, uh, from when you were doing followers work. Mm-hmm. This is, uh, this is a pretty violent combat conco- concoction consisting of psycho, jet, buff out, and even a little bit of turbo. Oh, Christ. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna lead the knights against those guys. Okay. They're gonna fuck our day up pretty good. Alright, make me an attack roll. Alright, let me see. Um Alright, I am so uh Alright, so uh and I'm probably not gonna use this this many times because I could abuse the hell out of it, and also I don't have very many fate points. But I'm going to spend a fate point to invoke I've read about that. Um, okay. In the previous, uh, in the time leading, uh, in the time leading up to this battle, I've requested aid from the Brotherhood scribes and have found, uh, and have found as much intel I can on the, uh, on the, uh, the uh, Mark II suits um, to optimize to optimize the very few weak points they have, or to optimize right. firing at the weak points they have and directing, uh, directing the shots from the knights, and also, you know. Uh, Basically, basically, this is this is my leverage flashback to uh to prepping uh to prepping on how to exploit the the very the the few vulnerabilities these things have. You got it. All right. Lar- largely aim for the eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Even if you don't manage to pierce them, you'll at least blind them with your laser weaponry. <laughs> sure. Um. Let's see. And I got a plus five. Plus five. All right. So similarly to um. Similar to the others, you managed to lay down a blistering salvo, taking out one after another, or at least attempting to. See, they aren't responding particularly well to the idea of dying here. Right, they're 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 immune to pain. The only thing that's going to stop them is the actual like stopping of functioning of a major organ. <laughs> right. That said, you actually managed to get enough of the firepower to bear to punch through the armor of the one at the head. Who has begun running at you with a super sledge? Right. I think also maybe the second part of this, the second part of this, is we recognize the is somewhere during our training we recognize that there's not enough flaws that we can exploit in the power armor, but there are many flaws we can exploit in the weapons they're likely to use. Yes. Without their weapons, they're powerless. Right. You do know that this sort of combat concoction makes them jittery enough that they'll be more effective with melee than guns. Ugh. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. So, so they're coming. Yeah. All right. <laughs> they got the sledges. Some of them are even carrying ballistic fists. Yeah. We just need to make sure that they have to use like normal fists, which still in a power armor is like getting punched by a Volvo. <laughs> yes. 
in as much as a Volvo can punch. Yeah, it's getting like getting punched by a Volvo the size of a basketball. All right, Alex, <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, hmm. Is there any sign that any of the uh that any of them are under the effects of the radios of the uh, whatever they were called of the zombie drugs? Make me a notice check. The barons. That's who they were. Yes. Uh, plus two. All right, plus two. Um, the swordsmen probably not. You can't tell how many of the normal units are, but it does appear that the uh that the smoking unit is walking in step with each other, mm. as though they're marching to some form of rhythm. All right, here we are. There they are. Then. All right, let's hope this works. Hurricane, ready with the yes button? Always. <laughs> yeah, make make me uh make me a um red crafts check. Sure, that one. Do that one. For some reason, uh, for for some reason, I'm just imagining it's like, wait, we can't jam the signal, but what if we make something louder and more obnoxious? Yep, yep. that was the plan. That was exactly. Yeah, and he just the hits plan. a button that just says "drop the bass." That that is almost exactly what you did in New Orleans. Uh, yeah, no. It's, it's, <laughs> I want to I want to believe, and I know it isn't true, but it could be worse. The yes button could be. We're going to blare the ballads of Butcher Pete <laughs> way louder than anything else. They're actually going to play side two. <laughs> so, turn that record over. You ain't seen nothing yet. All right, hold on a second. Hold on a second. I got to realign the needle. <laughs> my, 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 favorite, my favorite line related to this is uh, on like Diamond City Radio. Oh, Butcher Pete. Roy Brown's alter ego? Jury's out on that one. <laughs> Alright, what's your craft check? Uh, that was a plus eight. Plus eight. Alright. So, in a bit of a, a somewhat uncharacteristic move, uh, you hear over your radio lightly, but you can hear it out of their helmets. That, uh, the hurricane has played a blisteringly loud copy of Paganini's Caprice number 24. It is so high pitched, and the violin stro- the violin strokes are so loud that they are having a very difficult time right now concentrating. <laughs> oh no, it's a double edged sword. The, the annoying music has just made them angrier. <laughs> yes, but it's right. made them angry without the direction of of you know some kind of puppet master that can coordinate them better than should be humanly possible. Okay. Let's see. Alright. So, next is the Cubans and the Frog Princes. Frog Prince Army. The Frog Prince Army sails their Mad Max machines directly into the ranks of one of the normal units. The Frog Prince leaps from the back of the uh, car and puts his heel through the face mask of one of the sets of power armor. Taking out one guy. <laughs> the uh, the Cuban Free Army through, well, it's not too exciting to see, but a somewhat inspiring display of well-done tactical positioning and very good focus fire technique. They managed to, with small arms, take down one of the uh, 
one of their own power armor guys in the other standard group. Sting rushes into battle. And, well, he runs up to the, uh, the units that the Cubans attacked and takes his hammer and he knocks the helmet around backwards. You're pretty sure the head was still in it the right way. Mm. And at that point, you hear a klaxon behind you. Mm. And a small ghoulish figure sprints out from the front ranks. (laughs) (laughs) Dodging, Dodging between different lasers, just hopping around them equilibrium style. Matrix style. Equilibrium had very little of that, actually. <laughs> and he goes over to the uh, the opposing side, to the unit that the uh, Frog Prince attacked, and he just sort of upends one of the suits of power armor through proper leverage, jams it the head into the dirt, and snaps the arm through a proper through a proper application of torque. Lanzo, I have to follow that up. Yep. God damn it. Okay. Uh, I think I'm going to fight those guys with swords by also using swords. All right. Yeah, make me... Uh, make I me fellow a- some kind of challenge, perhaps have at thee, uh, then go and swing in for defenses. Sure, make me attack roll. Okay. I will spend a fate point for... Uh, I'll say Robito- uh, Valorous Knight Errant, because I'm fighting these dudes. In a fighty Valerie Valorinty way. Sure. Uh, plus six. Plus six, eh? Mm-hmm. All right. So normally you work, you you you've worked alone lately. It feels real good to have the knights behind you again. The knights attack on your order, and soon your entire side of your your whole side of this combat is a blistering array of slashing attacks and. Shield bashing and one crossbow goes through one goes through one of the suits of armor. You take uh you take uh two of them out, and then you hear a voice from all of them at once. <laughs> Lancelot, still you fight. You hear the voice of Mordred. Show yourself, coward! Hiding behind these puppets will do you no good! Lamorak, in a fit of rage, punches one of the suits of armor, and the head comes clean off, revealing that it's empty. Yeah, that's probably why they're so easy, is because I mean, there's a lot of latency from them. Here I am, Lancelot. Here is all of me. I don't understand computers. So I have no idea where this is going in character. Right. I've discovered a way to make myself many. It seems to have dulled your skills. Oh? I mean, I just, like, killed, like, a bunch of you. One of the ones that uh, you took out gets back up onto its feet. And make me a defense roll. Oh, kadook. Uh, that will be a plus three. Not great. All right. Let's see. Take a six-point stress hit. Jesus. As all of the Mordreds attack you at once in perfect unison. All right, well, I'm going to take minor consequence, gets rid of two. Yes. 
Okay, I'll do that and then mark my fourth stress box. All right. Yeah, they attack in a way that you couldn't possibly defend from all angles, and they attack in a way that they couldn't do unless they all shared a consciousness. That's got to open up to my other dudes, but okay. It will. That will be... That will be... That happens. Uh, (laughs) Ow! And and you just hear him laugh, like he always used to. Uh, Chris, Vespa, and Alex, you all roll defense rolls, too. Okay. Uh, Since every gun is going everywhere. (laughs) Uh, Even though Alex has sort of tried to be out of the way off to the side. Unless you roll really poorly, you won't be taking much damage at all. Okay. I mean, I'm fine. Oh, yeah, she still has that severe consequence, too. Um, yeah, I also... Well, I have a major... I have a, I, My major is filled, but it can't really be exploited too easily. Let's see. What did I move dodge to? Man, I should have made dodge higher. <laughs> oh, I did okay. Well... Okay, I didn't do... I almost rolled... Plus, I almost said plus 47. I'm like, I didn't do that okay. All right, Alex, you're fine. Chris and Vespa, each of you take one point hits as um, the laser weaponry of the Enclave scores at your sides and your shoulders. All right. Alex, you notice that uh, that the the smoking warriors, they just freak out for a couple seconds, and then they stop freaking out. They look a bit confused for a second, but then you start hearing the thrum of bass from behind them. There they are. All right. Now time for part two. All right. Brings it back around to Vespa. All right. Another plus five on shooting. She's basically, again, they're, uh, they're charging the, uh, uh, they're charging the, uh, the man with the, uh, the fat man and the mini nukes. All right. You charge again and they, uh, they again move into a defensive phalanx against your attacks, but you do manage to take out another two of them. There's still eight guarding the one fat man. Man. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. Um, Chris, make your attack with the Brotherhood. All right. So let's see. Um, hmm. Oh, so the, uh, the, the base guy, so the actual barons showed up behind them. Or somewhere yes. in the vicinity. With a careful look over, you manage to see that in the back ranks of the uh, the smoking warriors are um, are four men that are holding very. It's odd to say, but armored bass guitars. <laughs> I thought they were just like on, I thought they were on like the doof wagon or something. No, just... but they've got thick they've got thick stainless steel cords. They're on a titanium frame. They seem built to not be sh- to not be shot apart. Are they also in power suits, or are they just like? Yes. Okay. They've been given given enclave suits. That's why you didn't notice them earlier. Okay, sure. And the smoke has been issuing from the unit as a whole. Right. I man, out of character, I don't want to shoot that because it's awesome as fuck. <laughs> but I need to shoot that because it's going to kill us. <laughs> Oh, don't worry. I'm gonna blow it the fuck up. <laughs> okay, uh, I'll deal with it. Okay, I'll continue to deal with the with the main force. Um, let's see. 
And given that I'm gonna have to, I'm probably gonna have to spend a fate point to activate one of my aspects anyway. Um, can I just keep spamming? I've read about that since it costs a fate point. Uh, or is that unsporting? Um, if you can do something else, do something else. Okay. Um, let's see. I can't really. Um, so I, okay, so I can attack. Let's see. My attack is my main attack is shoot guns because I can't. I can't sneak in this area, and I can't really craft anything. Um, so I'll roll with, uh, yeah, I'll roll with shoot guns. We, uh, we got our, we got our first, we got our first volley off with our surprise attack. People will continue to exploit things as they have. Uh, All right, gun, this, gun shootman. Gun shootman. Yeah, and um, <laughs> I'll invoke un-American. <laughs> sure, that is completely fair. <laughs> Uh, I got a plus four because I keep rolling a plus and plus zero on my actual rolls constantly. All right, you firing your gun in concert with the Brotherhood manages to melt down another suit into a pile of liquidy goo that is probably highly toxic at the moment. I mean, given all the stuff they're on, like we're probably catching a contact high. Right. This entire battlefield is presently toxic. All right, Alex, what you got? All right. Uh, so there is a, so the, uh, the barons are set up, you said. They're in power armor? Mm-hmm. And are they, I forget, did you say they're on a vehicle of some kind? No. Uh, it was Matt laughing about the doof wagon. <laughs> oh, okay. They are just standing in the back rank of the, uh, the ten remaining. All right. Uh, uh, yeah. Alex is going to, uh, send, have the bag of... Roombas and send them after them. All right, they are mostly autonomous, so I won't make you make a roll for that. Including, and yes, she will let loose the one that has the knife on the end. All right, <laughs> that that it will probably not explode because it seems to. Actually, I don't think they had it explode before. Sure, there's just we we just that, replaced that was the one that was supposed to, that was the one that was supposed to trigger a mine and cause a distraction and somehow ended up killing the guards it was supposed to destroy. I came yes. back with a knife. <laughs> I think I think the best I think the most we did and maybe this is this is a double this is a this is its own thing. We just managed to hold it in place for a while and replaced its knife with a ripper. <laughs> All right. Uh, between Sting, the Cubans, the Frog Prince, and the uh, and Doctor Bancroft, you uh, managed to take out two more guys in each of the standard units. All right, Lancelot. Yeah. The Mordreds await. What do you do? I'm gonna activate those glovey things. Be like two can play at this game, or I guess eight. All right. Just bear in mind, there's still a fat man on the battlefield. I mean, how close am I to the fat man? This is not that large an area, and even when you shot the mini-nuke in midair, you felt the EMP field crash into you. Okay. There will come a time. How far can I project this thing? Um, 10, 20 feet away. Okay, then I'm gonna do that and tell Mordred, hold that thought, and then have my doppelganger murder the hell out of a fat man guy, because they're probably not expecting that. All right, make an attack roll as the others fend off Mordred in defense of you. Okay, I will once again spend a fate point, even though I probably don't need to on this one. And uh, I'm... wait, shit. 
You can make me ignore the fat man if you want. <laughs> what, I what? do have a thing called I Seek the Black King. Sure, take a fate point. You are compelled. Okay. Then I don't fight the fat man. I'm, I'm going to doppelgang and then uh, fight this dude. All right. Either way, make an attack roll. Slightly more nice. I'm going to spend that fate point you just gave me. <laughs> sure. Uh, I see on, your scams. On I Seek the Black King. Then I'm going to spend another on uh, Integrity Battle Giants. Spend wow. two on this motherfucker. Sure thing. You're going to spend one on Excalibur? Uh, I don't need to spend one for that. It's just oh, okay, for encounter. Oh, okay, right. I forgot. Okay, so how does... Ooh. Uh, so that's a plus ten? Ooh. Yeah, it's plus ten. Boy. <laughs> All right. So a peculiar thing happens. You are shredding through the Mordreds, but it appears with every uh, every one you take down, the more focused he becomes and the harder it is to kill additional ones. But seven Mordreds remain. And you hear the you hear the subtle beeping of uh it's you've heard it before on the on the terminals you've seen around. You hear what sounds like a progress bar filling. Not that you necessarily know what that means. You just keep seeing that he levels up over and over again. <laughs> level ten, level twelve, level eighteen. Tighten up the graphics on level two. Um God damn it. Alright, everyone else, or everyone, everyone period, make me a defense roll. Okay. So, I assume the guy with the fat man is attacking. He is this round. Uh, will you offer me a fate point for wrong place, right time? Man, those things are hard to do without friendly fire, but hey, there's someone doing something on the edge of the battlefield. (laughs) Well... I'm sorry. What what are you trying to do He's here? He's trying to get shot by the wrong fat place, man. right time. Rather than trying, rather than uh, attacking Lan- the Lanso, the fat man going after Lance, so it atta- it goes after Alex. Um. So are are you trying to get me to offer you a fate point for something you want to happen? Well, in a way, because are you trying to spend a fate point? Yes, to- mechanically, no, because the fat man is going to be a lot more deadly to Alex than Lanso. True enough. I'm fine either way. If you want to, get, if you don't want to offer it, I'm just—I was just suggesting. All right, the EMP will still bother him, but he won't take the catastrophic damage. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Take a fate point, and what is your dodge roll? Uh, I will. You know, I think I'll spend said fate point on said dodge roll. And uh, uh, James, I have a question. Yes. Um, given that Vespa is on the back of a motorcycle. Yeah. Um, or. Uh, probably probably the, the back of like a jeep or or, or something. Um, could I do contacts for defense? Since it really since her dodging ability does not matter here. Um, it is mostly the driving skill of the operator here, and contacting could very well be like no go left. Yeah, that's not really. A contacting role. Contacting is more like the report you have some with someone than your ability to lead them. Okay. But um, yeah, I'd let you use shit. Um, yeah, report works. Okay. Or what if she elects to try and shoot it out of the air? <laughs> we'll just shoot right. every fat man that is launched. All right. All right, you uh, hear the whistling of uh, you hear the whistling, Alex, of the mini nuke launching through the air. 
and it lands closer than you'd like, even with your scrambling away from it. It, fulf- it fills your remaining two consequences. Uh, she has three remaining. Oh, the remaining two consequences. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. And, uh, are they just, and are, are they just ow and why? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're, they are fat and man. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> that's... All right. And, uh, All right. Lancelot. Take one point as uh, take one point of stress as the EMP field from the fat man buffets against you and the rest of them, and distracts you all enough that uh, the shielded Mordred units manage a good strike on you. Um, Chris, you and a couple of the uh, of the other Brotherhood members take a hit. Uh, you take one stress and you lose one of your Brotherhood members. Oh dear! How many are we down to now? Enough. Um, you've, you've still you still got a fair number of them, honestly. Okay. You've still got a small squadron of, uh, well, six now. And, uh, Vespa, that report is not fantastic, so you take a three-point stress hit. Okay. As, um, as you, as the motorcycle turns wrong, swings the back end around, and you take a laser to the arm, which is caught mostly by your, uh, your basic duster armor, but still burns some. Mm-hmm. And a good number of uh, frog princers and uh, horsemen are blasted off of their Mad Max mobiles and motorcycles. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one of the units, however, does not fire at all because, uh, well, it doesn't fire at your squad at all because they, re- they remember your tactics at the Cuban Free Army War and they notice the Roombas. <laughs> So you've diverted their attacks for a round, but they laid down a hail of laser fire on the ground near uh, where the fat man blew up. No. They were part of the list. <laughs> how does how does how does the does the survivor Roomba make it out? Uh we'll we'll see later. He might his knife swings wildly, deflecting lasers off his mirror edge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh the the Baron group rushes up to the uh Brotherhood and in the following combat they will be in melee range. Okay. They are upon you. Yeah. Alright. We come back round to Vespa. Uh she she uh gives uh orders to uh to her rider and several bikes surrounding them uh to come around for another pass. All right, make me your attack roll. Uh, this one was only plus three. Plus three. All right, with the health they have and your advanced receivers, that's still enough to take down one of them. Okay. Putting them down to eight. You said eight before. Well, I had nine written. Oh. <laughs> oh, uh, it was eight men protecting one fat man guy. Ah, uh, okay, yes. So it's now seven men protecting one fat man guy who is frantically reloading. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Again, the Cuban army and Frog Prince, their continued fire, along with Sting's crushing blows and, well, Bancroft's crushing blows, takes, uh, takes the two standard units down to half strength. Nice. All right. Chris. Okay. Um, so there's a, uh, Chris, uh, Chris is like, Chris, uh, Right. So Chris hits the dirt and he sees the he sees one of the fallen brotherhood one of the fallen brotherhood troops and remembering a remembering a thing that he had heard from a <clears throat> a thing he had 
um, heard from a member of the free army assessing the damage after the end of the battle, um, that after the end of the previous battle with the brotherhood, um, pulls out the, uh, pulls out the fusion core of the, um, or pulls out the fusion core of the brother's plasma rifle and manages to, uh, and manages to overcharge it, uh, turning it into, turning it into a single use, uh, turning into a single use, uh, more deadly plasma weapon. All right. And so what I'm going so, to do there is, uh, a crafts check with explosives engineer. Right. So give me a crafts check and also your top stress box. Okay. I can do that. <laughs> I am down to consequences. <laughs> but maybe I killed some people. All right. Uh I got a 7. All right. You see um you see standing above you, he plants one foot on either side of your chest as you go to ground. He brings up his uh super sledge in the air. You see your life flash before your eyes and you manage to toss up just gently into the air. Uh wildly uh, fluctuating in power plasma cell. And just as uh, just as it reaches head level, it hangs in the air for a moment and bursts, melting the front of the uh, melting the front faceplate and presumably anything inside as uh, the Enclave member falls to the ground dead. Okay. That said, Alex, you are Hurt, burned, possibly broken, and your Geiger counter is going off like crazy. Oh. <sighs> Humorously enough, all she has no stress boxes filled, but yeah, she's pretty hurt. Right. All you've got left is the luck required for glancing blows. <sighs> she's going to eye the Mordred suits. Okay. Because I have an idea. Sure. Remember how we were talking about how the tapes probably wouldn't work with the suits because they're not... Well, if she could rig something up quick, those are suits controlled by a central and int- some kind of central AI proceedings that are un- unmanned and used to moving around unmanned. Okay. Can she rig something up to uh, temporarily mess with the Mordred suits? A crash check will let you do that in the field, but it would have to be applied manually to the inside of the suit. Oh, yeah. Uh, she's got her work cut out for... She will shakily push herself up, and... Uh, how? Let's see. Good thing there's uh, at least one that's been beheaded, right? Yep. Yeah, she's going to try and climb on a suit. Alright, so make me a crafts check and then a defense check. Sure. You got three stress boxes? Uh, she actually has four stress boxes. Four? Yes, cause she has, uh, she has physique at plus three. Okay, so you could break it, take a pretty hefty hit, but. Potentially. Uh, crafts is a plus eight. Plus eight, so you make it on the way over. And we can assume that there was some of the basics laid out in your, uh, pit boy from, uh, from when you were considering it earlier. Yeah, she was toying with the idea to see if it was possible, but, you know, the, you know, I assumed the big falling out part was, well, the suits are manually controlled, so it's not going to have the same function since they could just, you know, they probably have some kind of way to 
avoid that. But if these if there are these other suits that are if there's these other suits that, you know, are have been redesigned to specifically have AI control, well right. the theory is sound, just try not to take a five stress hit. <laughs> right. <laughs> Alright. Uh and they are going to be using your consequences against you. Well then I suppose I will tag a uh tag willful wanderer. As this is pretty willful and dumb. Yep, sounds good to me. Ooh, and I think I will... I'll spend a fate point on her high concept to re-roll that. Alright. Plus six athletics. Alright. So let me roll them. That's much better than a plus one athletics. They're still, they're still fairly powerful. Yep. And they've got plus four against you from your consequences. That's a five stress hit. Can I spend a fate point on Valorous Knight Errant to either take the hit or mitigate it by a couple points or one point or something? If you spend a fate point, then mm-hmm. you will not stop the hit, but you will stop her from being mortally injured, and you will let her accomplish her task before she's hit. Okay. That sounds better than letting her be mort- mortally injured. Right. So I, I will spend that fate point. I mean, full disclosure, she probably wouldn't have died right out anyway. This is fate after all, but <laughs> it takes a concerted, a- it takes an additional action to kill someone in games like this. <laughs> gotta finish them off. It's gotta be drama! Yep. Anyway, yes. Fate points spent. Lancelot sees uh, you attempting to att- uh, climb on one of the mortrids. <laughs> And just as one's about to run you through, he tackles it from the side, taking a few glancing blows in the process. No mechanical damage. You manage to reach the uh, reach the wire from your pit boy into the neck of the suit and jam it into the spinal plug. Yep. And she starts. Uh, she starts. Set, she sends the data for the Frankie Fox Jamboree. All right. Uh, the, the Mordrids beca- began jerking around at random. They don't have the infrastructure to pull off the full Frankie Fox Jamboree setup because they don't really have the right code infrastructure to understand cartoons as orders. Right. But it, it's still filling a lot of the uh, motor responses in with junk code, which is enough to make them unable to do much. But unfortunately, one of them whips around and backhands you off the, uh, yeah. off the other. Yeah, he... You can probably hear her start to go, yeah, Lancelot, now's your... And then she gets smacked by a power suit. Curiously, one of the Mordreds remains completely in control. Oh, that's the real thing I've done. Nice. Take this yeah. chance, Lanso. Alex has exposed yeah. the real Mordred. <laughs> Galahad, take her to safety. Galahad nods, rushes over, and just yanks you off. As your consciousness fades, he just yanks you off of the ground and starts running with you like a football off the battlefield. <laughs> and Alex is taken out of the combat. She finally was taken out of a combat. And you are she ta- finally you are... significantly contributed to a combat. You are, t- you are taken to the follower's medical tent set up off the battlefield. Excellent. Lancelot, it's your turn. I'm going after legit Mordred. Okay. I am going to hit him with a sword real hard. 
because I'm angry. Not right. angry to spend a fate point because I don't have a fate point. All right, show me the money. I don't have any money. I'm a robot. Uh, but plus seven. That's <laughs> money like. Tell that to Vanderbilt. <laughs> Actually, can I can I argue that uh, can I argue that saving Alex was probably from potentially a mortal wound was probably worth a fate point. Yeah, get your fate point back. It, okay. it, it was fate. It was fate point neutral. <laughs> All right, I won't spend on this roll because this roll's pretty good so far. Sure. <laughs> so yeah, it's plus seven. Plus seven. All right, you lock blades with Mordred, and you can hear the uh, beeping from inside the suit get higher pitched. And you just hear him say cryptically in uh, the robot language that sounds to you like Middle English. I'll see you soon, Lancelot. And suddenly the the suit falls down, as well as the others. Although the others are still twitching oddly. Okay, so... Hmm. I know where this is going. So the progress thing sounds like it's going pretty, getting pretty full, right? You hear no more beeping. That device was still attached to me, wasn't it? In my brain parts. There is still a device attached to your central processing unit, yes. It was too dangerous to remove. Am I getting any kind of indication that something's going on there? Not yet. Uh, Everyone except Lancelot and Alex make me a defense roll. Okie doke. Um... Can I use sneak to hide to hide under the carcass of the enclave member who just who just fell down? Uh, not in particular. Okay, that will be part of your defense check because it's not easy to defend yourself against uh, this. Can I hide in the shadow of a grain of sand? <laughs> yes, it does nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you are with you are you are the the the, the grain of the grain of sh- of sand technically partially obfuscates you, <laughs> but no. All right, let's see. Oh, good. Well, good thing I'm down to consequences. I guess I got a plus two. All right. Do you have your Do you have your uh seri- Do you have your uh serious consequence left? Uh, nope. That's still recovering from paralysis. And you're out of stress? Yep. So I'm taken out then, right? That's what's happening? Or can I take my miter and my moderate? Um, that adds up to, uh... Six. Six? Yeah, actually. Four, four damage from, uh... Or three damage from, uh... Not hitting five, and... Two dam And, um... Three extra damage from the super sledge. Oh, Jesus. You You take the precise amount of damage. Okay. As you try to crawl away, one of them brings the sledgehammer up and brings it down on the back of your leg. Ow! You can feel you can feel your uh, you can feel a hairline fracture go through your shin bone. I guess I'm lucky that it only swept and didn't crush because I still have a leg at least. Right. You think you're also pretty. You all. You think you're also bleeding from the pinching of the yeah. hammer face in the ground. Oh, and Josh's energy just went out. That's okay. That guy hit me so hard he knocked out Josh's internet. Okay. Alright, and you take a one stress hit, Vespa, again, as uh, you're scorched by lasers. 
the uh, the Brotherhood start taking heavy hits, not necessarily going down, but they are taking strong denting hits to the armor. They can't they can't withstand this sort of fight for long. Right. Several horsemen, several frog princes, frog princers go down. A couple of the Cubans are starting to get taken out by errant lasers. And off in the distance, you hear a deep rumbling. A tremendous drilling machine drives out of the ground, leaving a deep hole. And out of that deep hole crawls a 30-foot robot. Oh, good. And it starts to, with its loudspeakers, cast its voice across the wasteland. The vestiges of communism will not be tolerated. And he begins to walk slowly towards you. And it's at this point that a missile comes from off the side of the battlefield. A bright yellow missile. And as it approaches, it falls to the ground. Its guidance system fried by some sort of natural EMP field that the uh, robot has. It's, it's a missile that delivered you information. What? <laughs> Who's in range to get it? Yeah, anyone who's looking at this robot can see this missile falling to the ground. The, the information is that it has an EMP field. Yes. Oh, okay. And standing up atop a rock, looking somewhat miffed, even through his bright yellow and neon green bomb suits, is Blastmaster. I missed. Oh, it's on! <laughs> <laughs> and he dives behind the rock he was standing on. And that's where I'm going to call a break. Okay. I have a really dumb stunt <laughs> that I can do. Cause I to be, conc- yeah, to be concluded next week, citizens of the wasteland. <laughs> Hurrah. All right. Everyone have fun? Is everyone having fun? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Does this, feel yes. Like, does this feel like a suitable workup? Yeah, no, yeah. I think I yes. feel like I feel like we're all going to die, but we might still win. <laughs> yes. Yes. Also, <laughs> same feel. That's okay. I, I think hope... that Lance is only going to die when he tears out part of his own brain. <laughs> Did, yep. And no one will ever know why Lanzo killed himself on the battlefield. <laughs> someone. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty certain Alex will see. Here's the thing, though. Assuming Alex survives, there's no way Lanzo can stay dead. Not unless he's like completely <laughs> like disintegrated. Well, a lot of the Robco machines, I imagine, were designed to have proprietary information wiped if you took the CPU out. But that, but that said, do they have any questions, comments, suggestions? Why will, uh, will we be able to BS my way into the last session somehow, even though I was taken out? Yes, you will exist in the final session, though perhaps in a more indirect sense. You're going to be a ghost. You're super dead. <laughs> oh, I am really disappointed, though, because I wanted – the one thing I wanted to ha- do is have Alex try uh, climbing and somehow getting access to <laughs> the giant robot. You can. You do already it, did that. But the, it was a but slightly the, less the, giant robot. <laughs> Well, yes, you you will be able to do that, but the risks will be enormous. <laughs> we'll see. It may be a last resort if uh, like if the, things are going poorly. The followers have the stim injections to wake you up. 
<laughs> I, was, I was about to say, uh, if all else fails, Vespa can also uh, uh, have someone on a motorcycle drive her by you, drop off three stims. All right, you're good, kid. <laughs> Get yeah. back and in also, action. Get the fuck up. <laughs> I don't know how that fixed my broken bones. Crack. Whoop, it didn't. <laughs> What's up, Josh? I was just, if, if need be, Lancer can also shout at the Colossus. It. <laughs> These are all things that I can say. Take out this last vestige of the colony's power. I still have the... I... The colonies? <laughs> next, next, uh, next session, I play an angry Clint. <laughs> Yeah. Long move partner. <laughs> also, yeah. the also Doctor Bancroft fighting in this fighting in this portion. I just had the fucking Mace Windu fight from the 2003 Clone Wars series, where he's just running through the battlefield, just punching out uh, battle droids. Yeah, that's basically it. Like he knows so much about leverage and so much about fighting that he is somehow breaking bones in cushion suits. But it's, it's pretty impressive. Yeah, he is doing. He is performing judo on a walking tank. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. So we'll I, see I, you. We'll see you next week. All right. Good night. Good night. Good night, Internet. Nerd, nerd, okay. Nerd.